CAA show is Amber Heard Abusive Show for April 13, 2020. How's it going? Oh, how is it going? Oh my goodness. Well, I gotta say, as we, as we, as we rimp into the spring and the summer, I feel like we're back to normal. We're at the endemic. Fuck the mask. Fuck the vaccine mandate. Fuck everything. Fuck everything. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Baseball is back. It's over. Wedding season is back. It's over. Inflation is still here. It's over. Why, you know, war in Russia and Ukraine are still going. It's over. National populists may win another election in France. It's over. What difference does it make? You know? China is back in lockdown again. It's over. It's over, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, It's been an interesting. At least personally, I've been going back into gym, you know, over the last week consistently. And I, I cannot believe how much I missed lifting and then how much I actually been rage lifting. You know, whenever some stress stressful shit goes down at work or personal you know just sweating it out is absolutely helpful and i really haven't done it that much if at all over the last quarter (laughs) at least since uh late december i would say so you know there are a lot of shit that was going down and at work blah 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 this is also always a peak time you know leading up to easter for some reason in my professional life you know uh, I'm always busy from like January to like late March. You know, I don't have kids, so I don't do no fucking March break, spring break, none of that. Like, I'm gonna take my kids to the Disney World pre pandemic era, you know, that shit. So, I'm mostly covering for anyone that needs to go, you know. And then, so I usually take time off like around now or in the Good Friday, you know. I'm sure that will change once I get older, and then if. And or when I have kids and we'll have to deal with this shit. Also, that dilemma has been going back and forth. You know, I mean, inflation ain't inflation for having kids. You know what I'm saying? You know, and then I'd be like, you know, what's the point? <laughs> I got to save my money for fucking kids. And then all these like mass shooting happening left and right. You know, like it happened in Brooklyn just on Tuesday. Fucking 30 people got shot. Guy shows up with a fucking smoke bomb or whatever. Smoking everybody out, then start shooting. What a fucking pussy ass shooting that guy was doing. At least so far from what I heard, nobody died. Everybody's in the hospital. But holy shit, we had other like fucking actual like shooting killings in like Texas and Ohio. And they don't give a fuck because it's not New York City. It's not New York. You know? It's not the Stephen A. Smith, New York. You know that shit? Wow, I haven't done that in a couple weeks. <laughs> My voice is rough. Um,. Well, you know, and then it just, yeah, even the shooting ain't surprising anymore. It's like fucking mainstream media, man. It's like Hunter Biden, man. They don't give shit about him, man. You know? I go, I go, yeah, it's like, it's not that the news is depressing or, you know, it's uplifting or anything is shocking anymore. You know, like, that's why even the Will Smith slap, I just go like, well, shit, somebody slap, bitch, slap somebody, I guess. I have no outrage. You know, 
Maybe maybe it's me just like not giving a fuck, you know? This is not a subtle art of not giving a fuck. It's just a pure art of not giving a fuck. Not even an art. It's just a reality, you know? It's over. You know? I mean, I'm still going to wear masks, you know, when I go to, you know, when I'm on a plane or going to an indoor event kind of thing cuz I I don't trust other people and then the, you know, who knows? Cuz we're usually 3-4 weeks behind. I still get tested. I have all these, like, fucking rapid tests on my desk and shit. I just go, like, I'll still use it. I still got the regular PCR test three weeks in a row, all negative, thankfully. And I still take my, you know, care. But I go, like, when we get to this summer, this is going to be the third potential, you know, third summer when we're still in this uh, pandemic, you know? I go, like, I I really don't want to wear a mask in the hot weather. Like I did the last two summers, you know, I, I can't do it. It's too fucking hot. I can't fucking do it. <laughs> Even working out in the gym, you know, thankfully nobody's in the gym most of the time, about like 85%, 90% of the time, or I'll go when nobody's there. I absolutely love it. But I just go like, you know, can't, I can't. And then it's at some point we got to move on, which is why the, like the whole China zero COVID policy is absolutely ludicrous. It's just like, you know, first of all, the China's vaccine sucks. I mean, it doesn't suck, suck. It's still like 60-something percent efficacy. But I just go like, if you import it, I think some of the Chinese medical experts are recommending this also. It's like, look, we need Pfizer's and Moderna's in here. Fuck, even AstraZeneca. Fucking Novavax is better. I can't give I'm giving Novavax a fucking credit. But, you know, it's just like... Your vaccine hasn't been great, and you've been locking down. Like, it's the greatest social experiment that China tried to pull over the last whatever long, you know, two and a half years now. But I just go like, look, if your vaccine were so fucking great, and another thing that we're finding out now is that the elderly population haven't had such high vaccination rate, not only in mainland China, but also in Hong Kong. But Hong Kong is still more of a personal choice thing for the elders, apparently. And now they're getting bombarded with like over, you know, population and the over hospitalization and lots of deaths. But in China, I didn't know that was happening also. And then they're just sending people away as like, no, no questions that zero, zero COVID policy, all quarantine. And then ship off. And then they're like, Old people who are getting taken care of for non-COVID shit are taken away from their usual caring nurses and caretakers and they just die in isolation. I just go like, what the fuck? Why why does it have to be such a fucking drastic jump like this? And to be honest, like even if like in countries with the highest vaccination rate or, you know, some booster, I think the booster is also important, you know, are like the, this virus is like keep escaping and then like still spreading. So hindsight's twi- hindsight is twenty twenty, but I just go like this is novel. This is still novel. It's been only fucking two years of you know, learning about this thing. Can, can you believe like two years feels like forever? But in a lifetime in the universe is a fucking like utterly not even a blink of an eye. Maybe like an eighth of a blink of an eye, even, you know? So I just go like, alright, and then it's just, it's just unbelievable, and it's it's a to me at this point it's a nonsense what they're doing in China to go zero COVID policy, 
You don't have your shit straightened out with your vaccine. With some half-ass decent vaccine that you got. And trying to do this. And not, you know, vaccinating the older population. Which I have a separate theory on. Which is, I think that China, given its aging population. Which is a big problem I talk about in the Korea episode. You know, in the Korean presidential election. You know, a couple of weeks ago or so. A month ago even. I find it surprising that, like, you know. They didn't vaccinate them, but if you think about it, I just go like, well, I think they wanted to focus on vaccination for working people to get the economy going, make sure the country doesn't stop, whether it's manufacturing and others. And then the elderly population who aren't able to lift and manufacture as much are like left off. And then I feel like (laughs) it's a conspiracy to, you know, just like, ah, let them go, let them go cares it's over it's over for them they're not contributing to the society and economy other than the elder you know loyalty to the mainland china and the ccp government so i'm sure they're just going like let them go let them go but what they didn't realize in this calculation is that while they still fucking spread (laughs) so that was the whole thing and then i'm sure they'll come to their senses and be like we're gonna treat this as an endemic because it's clear that this virus will never be eradicated and that opportunity has escaped in January 2020, 2020, you know. It was too late. So I was just like, whatever. And for me, I'm still going to take abundance of caution and everything, but also I feel like going to the gym definitely got me into the you know normalcy of things mentally. And also, then all these weddings are coming back. Baseball is back. Despite how boring the fucking game is, I tried to watch it this opening weekend, and I was like, I can't fucking do it. Why is the game still three hours long? You know? I know the new rules are coming in next year, but whatever. I'm, I I'm, I thought about all these crazy plans to go see the Blue Jays in three different cities already. <laughs> or even four, if you count going back to Toronto. Because uh, I haven't ba- been back in Toronto in almost six months at this point. Jesus. It's been so busy, you know? Time flies. So, you know, I, I just go like, it is what it is. And I'm going to take my caution and everything. I'm still going to go get tested. I'm going to use every single rapid test resource that I have and do all that. I've been very fortunate so far. Shit, even Nancy Pelosi caught one after two years and some people are catching it. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go do the living thing, and then contribute it to the economy, despite the inflation. <laughs> I gotta book my fucking flights early, because it's so fucking expensive right now. <laughs> you know, we're, we're planning some of the things to go out and do things, and, and uh, we, gotta, we gotta move forward. I'm not gonna say we're gonna move on. I, don't, I, I think that's a wrong term, because if you move on from something, you're not looking back on, like, you sound so dismissive of what has transpired, especially last over the last two years. So move forward as in like, all right, we're going to iterate off of this thing. And I, I've, I'm personally at that point because I just go like, look, I got the winter tires off a couple of days ago. And those winter tires are also gone for good. It went through three COVID winters. <laughs> Believe it or not, it did. It really did. You know, like, and 
I just, and then it's like, holy shit, I never really aligned these tires the last three years. So it got uneven wear that probably added to it. But I just go like the fact that, you know, more than half of it, this winter tires life has been in the pandemic. I just go like, that's telling. And then I just go, if I got to not only do I remove the winters as planned, as scheduled in the season, but also it's at a point where like you got to replace these winter tires with the next set. I'm like, all right, I'm tires were getting old and dying, and I'm getting old. <laughs> so that's been my philosophy. I'm sure that's what Johnny Depp said when Amber Heard and they were like getting into fight every fucking day. One opinion on that, by the way. I don't have a one particular side on either one of them because I thought that was a terrible, terrible match to begin with. For some fucking reason, Johnny Depp decided to like play with a younger wood. You know, you know, younger vagina on the Rum Diaries movie set out of all places. And Amber Heard, you know, I saw Johnny Depp's decision making as is as suspect as his like fucking financial decisions and all that, you know, burning through all that Pirates of Caribbean money, which I guess Amber thought that he had, which clearly he has none of at this point. And Amber Heard, on the other hand, I, I always didn't I found her like pretty. But I never found her attractive. And also, just in general, the vibe that I got from her from distance is like, this girl is fucking toxic as fuck. And I just go like, if I were with her, I would have a fling with her and move on. I think that's the one thing that Elon figured it out. I don't know why he felt so depressed about losing Amber Heard. You know, but the fact that, you know, Elon didn't just do the one night fling and decide to like, oh, I'm sad that I lost like fucking Amber Heard. Because Amber Heard apparently dumped Elon. Which is unbelievable. Which makes me think like Amber Heard. It was just like. I don't want to deal with this like. The richest man thing. Which makes me also kind of question the whole gold digging. You know aspect of the argument. On the interwebs. I just go like. Look I think Amber Heard. Just like Johnny Depp. Because it's Johnny Depp. You know. I. Like if you're going to go for the Pirates of Caribbean movie. I just go like. I don't think that was it. I think there was a career aspect to it to get herself leveled up, but I don't think he wanted like all that Johnny Depp money. Otherwise, she could have done that with Elon. It would have been easier with Elon because Elon is more of a simp than Johnny, in my opinion. But I, either way, it was a terrible match to begin with, and all that like he said, she said, this defamation trial at each other. They're going. I wouldn't be surprised if they like abused each other. Because it was just a bad match to begin. Mentally, especially, I can see it in like Johnny's eyes. And also like Amber. Like some of that like that nasty ass fucking toxic behavior coming up from her. And then I'd be like, God, I would you know, I could see how Johnny Depp would have felt throwing a fucking wine bottle at her. And also how Amber Heard might have gone batshit. And then, like, taking a piece of that broken wine in a bottle and then probably try to stab him or something and then she scratched her fucking arm and goes, you know, that kind of shit. I, I, I can just see this happening. So I just go, like, match made in hell and then you're in a court. So who wins? The media and the lawyers, you know? And then the justice system wastes its time on this shit, you know? And our time, free Britney. I'm like, free her from what? So she's batshit. By the way, speaking of, she's pregnant. <laughs> I hope this was she. She got these. You know, she's gonna bear this child in the right mind. But I still kind of have a suspicion 
suspicion about Britney, you know, conservatorship and all that stuff. Yeah, I think her, her that's a piece of shit too. But I just go like, well, her in the mental state and handling all that fame and all that wasn't exactly in the best shape either. So I just go like, be cautious and don't be so absolutist when it comes to like picking sides here. Whether it's Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard or Britney versus Britney's dad. I just go like, look, like if you if you look at the whole side of it, holistically look at it, I just go like, None of them are fucking perfect, and all of them got some ridiculous flaws. So I don't know how you can just take sides, and you know. But then you know they just love the drama. So I'm gonna leave it there. That means we're back to normal. I'm also getting back to normal. You know, as you might hear from the voice, I go, he got a little bit, a little bit of more zap or energy over here. Yes, I'm trying to trim my shape down so I can put the <laughs> wedding. You know, attend everybody's weddings in the suit that I should be wearing that I haven't worn in about, holy shit, three years. Yeah, I haven't worn that suit in like two and a half years probably. So I'm also trying to trim down because, you know, it's been a rough year because I, I think that my weight gain started a year ago. And then I've been at the, I've been way past the welterweight. I'm reaching the middle weight again. You know, you're going to hear this conversation. This is a whole, my weight story is like the three years of it, you know, five years of it. But, you know, uh, I feel like I have a little more muscle mass at this point. So that's good. But um, I got to I gotta fit into the shirt <laughs> and be able to eat and withstand, you know, any stretchies, you know, from the wedding food or something. Anyways, I'm going to leave it here. Thanks for listening. Oh, am I boy, oh, 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 boy. I'm excited to, you know, catch up next week when we get to the April 20th episode here. Episode 265 on a 420. We're going to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to talk about weed, I guess. Have I done that on this thing? Ah, we'll talk about it. Peace out, and then uh, we'll see you next week.